Ready? Okay. Give me a beach. Beach. Give me great food. Tacos. Give me adventure. Hiking. Give me a date night. Sunset cruise. Give me some smiles. Cheese. Give me more beaches. Beaches. What's that spell? San Diego. If you're happy and you know it, San Diego is the place to show it. Book your trip at san diego.org. Funded in part with the City of San Diego Tourism Marketing District Assessment Funds. Tired of spills and stains on your sofa? Wash away your worries with Anabay. Anabay, the only sofa that's machine washable inside and out, where designer quality meets budget friendly prices. That's right, sofas from only $639. Anabay brings you a no risk experience with pet friendly, stain resistant, and changeable slipcovers made with performance fabric. Cloud like comfort with high resilience foam and hypoallergenic featherless down that needs no fluffing. Their steel frame ensures longevity, and you can rearrange the modular pieces anytime. And here's the cherry on top, up to 60% off site-wide. It's backed by a 30-day satisfaction guarantee, so if you're not absolutely in love, send it back for a full refund. No return shipping or restocking fees. Every penny back. Join the revolution of easy, clean, stylish living with up to 60% off at anabay.com. That's A-N-A-B-E-I.com. Offers are subject to change and certain restrictions may apply. The following ad is sponsored by Pets Best Insurance Services. Pets come into our lives in many ways. Shelters, breeders, or unexpected encounters. But no matter how you found your pet, they become our perfect match. Unfortunately, finding the right pet insurance plan can be hard. That's where Pets Best comes in. With a little information about you and your pet, Pets Best will recommend a plan that meets your needs and budget. Visit PetsBest.com to learn more today. Your perfect pet deserves the perfect coverage. PetsBest.com. It's Two Dudes in a Kitchen with Tyler Florence and Wells Adams, an iHeartRadio podcast. Hey, everybody. Tyler Florence here. I am flying solo today, but we are so excited to keep the show going. So yours truly will be manning the ship here on Two Dudes in a Kitchen. Uh, but we got a great guest for you today and like lots of really kind of fun food to talk about. And today's guest is Catherine McCord, and she is the founder of an idea called uh, Weelicious, which is all about you know, exposing your children to uh, really delicious, nutritious, healthy food from the very, very start. Um, and she is a family food guru. She's a former model. Uh, she's an actress. She's a television hostess. Uh, and, and on top of being the founder of Weelicious, it's a website dedicated to uh, helping parents expose their children to wholesome, delicious homemade food. Uh, she is the also co-founder of One Potato, an organic home meal delivery service uh, focused uh, specifically on mealtime needs for the family. And she is the author of the cookbook, Meal Prep Magic, Weelicious, One Family, One Meal, One Weelicious Lunches, thinking outside the lunchbox. And she also appears regularly on Food Network's Guy Grocery Games as a judge. And she has had guest spots on Food Network shows. And she's like really, really kind of fun talent. And uh, we're actually friends, which is kind of cool. So uh, I'd love to uh, welcome uh, Catherine McCord on the podcast with Two Dudes in a Kitchen. So good to see you. How you doing? I am so happy to see you. It's been forever. I know. Can we talk about the white elephant in the room? The, the last time you and I were supposed to do that podcast together? I know. What happened? You were like in Los Angeles and like drove by my house. And I was like, Tyler, where are you? This is, I think, my fourth like round with like the podcast world. And I can't <laughs> remember what which one it was, but it was before Zoom. 
Yeah. Okay. So it, it was the only way you could do a podcast was actually in person with somebody. But um, we, we had we'd gotten the address and we put it into uh, Apple Maps. And remember, we're in Apple Maps. If you put in Starbucks, it would take you to Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> like it said, it said the address, but once you got to the address, the address wasn't there. And I remember just kind of circling around the block and taking pictures and going, "Is this it? Because this is the address." I I mean, I give you full credit. You're, you're like E for effort. You were right there. You were close. But I think that the universe was really just saying that we needed to do it this time. And just yes, like, the past is the past. We're here today. The past is the past. We're here today. But I just, I just want to kind of just like talk about the white elf in the room because, like, because I'm such a fan. I mean, Wheelicious is such a big deal with so many people, uh, especially uh, moms who have like so many questions on on how to feed their children because it's sort of a scary landscape if you really think about. it. Well, if you really think about it and you really digest the fact that it's 21 meals per week per child for 18 years, plus snacks, like as a parent, your job never ends. No one ever thought when they were having kids, like, oh, by the way, I have to feed them too. Or you just thought oh you were like play with I them. Thought they were cute, them. right? You, you mean they poop and I got to feed them and all kinds of, yeah, no thanks. Oh my God. <laughs> it's no thanks. So yeah, it's yeah. literally the like least gratifying parenting job out there. It can be, right? It can be really grueling. I, I, It's actually one of my favorite parts of parenting. Like yeah. I've loved, I've treated my kids as like science experiments to see like what they love, what they don't, how how like they differ as eaters because they ended up, they, they're all in the same house eating the same food. So it's interesting to see like all their preferences um, with food. Yeah. I mean, I, we got three kids. They, they couldn't be more different human beings. Um, when, when it comes to like food preferences, like, and my, my daughter who's 14, um, she used to be, um, and she still is, but, but my hardcore culinary buddy, right. Like late sushi. And like, she would just go, she'd hang, you know, like, like uni. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, like Toro. Oh yeah. Quail eggs go. Right. God, I love her already. I I know. Right. And then at some point in time, you know, I, I I think a lot of her like friends, because sometimes it's, it's, it's cool to not like the thing that your cool friend likes. You know what I mean? So like, so sometimes reverse psychology, reverse psychology it's like, ew, you like, uh? and then they're like, I don't like, uh, you know what I mean? I never liked, uh, right. And then all of a sudden it's like dad, I'm like, Hey, let's go have, uh, you're like, I'm not having, uh, I'm like, you loved, uh, last week. Yeah. What happened? What happened? You loved it. So I almost like started making a list of things that my, my daughter was like, uh, like magically opposed to right her new her new thing. I'm no, I don't eat carrots. I'm what? Like, what happened? What, since when do you don't eat carrots? Right? She's like, she goes, Dad, I never like carrots. I'm like, you're a liar. And that I'm, is so random. That's so funny. I know. I know it sort of popped up out of the blue, but it seems like there's like new lists of stuff coming around all the time. So anyway, long story short, but I I think this like it's it's a it's a tough moving target when it comes to. Uh, navigating navigating kids' preferences because it's always sort of changing. Let's go to the very basic, right? So you got a new mom, right? And she's you know just kind of moving into solid food for the first time. You know she's kind of thinking about okay, you know obviously um, there's a you know there's lots of options out there. You can go fresh, homemade. You can go like store bought. Then there's high quality store bought. There's garbage store bought too. She always stay away from. Yeah. And if you're thinking about the sort of like nutritional thing, like wh- wh- where what's the zone? you know, that mom should start looking at, right? I mean, it's, it's like fruits and vegetables and how do they, how do they make them first? 
I always say like real food, like if you want to make your kid, you know, hopefully a great eater, just having a variety of real foods. And like, I, I, I like you have three kids. So my son, we were like, you know, like baby food, everything was homemade. Everything was like, you know, just as perfect uh, as yeah. it could be. And then I had another child and I was like, okay, I'm going to make a little bit of that homemade stuff for you. And then I'm going to, you're going to just eat what we're eating by kid number yeah. three. I mean, I think she saw like three baby food purees and it was like mashed in a banana, mashed in an avocado and mashed in a sweet potato. That's it. That's it. I don't think there's any wrong answer to it. I think whatever works for you. I mean, my big thing is like, try not to put too much sugar or salt into that baby food because you really want babies to learn to love like those natural flavors. But I Mm -hmm. really think exposure has a lot to do with kids being good eaters down the road. Yeah, I, I think the difference between baby one and baby two is like when baby one drops your pacifier, you boil it. And when baby two is like you lick it and you stick it right back in their mouth. <laughs> That's baby two. Totally true. Absolutely. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Tired of spills and stains on your sofa? Wash away your worries with Anabay. Anabay, the only sofa that's machine washable inside and out, where designer quality meets budget-friendly prices. That's right, sofas from only $639. Anabay brings you a no-risk experience with pet-friendly, stain-resistant, and changeable slipcovers made with performance fabric, cloud-like comfort with high-resilience foam, and hypoallergenic featherless down that needs no fluffing. Their steel frame ensures longevity, and you can rearrange the modular pieces anytime. And here's the cherry on top, up to 60% off site-wide. It's backed by a 30-day satisfaction guarantee, so if you're not absolutely in love, send it back for a full refund. No return shipping or restocking fees. Every penny back. Join the revolution of easy, clean, stylish living with up to 60% off at anabay.com. That's A-N-A-B-E-I.com. Offers are subject to change and certain restrictions may apply. The following ad is sponsored by Pets Best Insurance Services. Pets come into our lives in many ways. Shelters, breeders, or unexpected encounters. But no matter how you found your pet, they become our perfect match. Unfortunately, finding the right pet insurance plan can be hard. That's where Pets Best comes in. With a little information about you and your pet, Pets Best will recommend a plan that meets your needs and budget. Visit PetsBest.com to learn more today. Your perfect pet deserves the perfect coverage. PetsBest.com. 
I think it's important to not baby your babies, right? So I, I wrote um, a cookbook uh, for new young children uh, called uh, Start Fresh, um, which uh, which was one of my favorite projects because uh, we had um, you know a baby food company for a while, and uh, um, and we had so much fun with that and really sort of studying the impact of baby food and what what it means to you know uh, start feeding children wholesome, delicious flavors. And uh, when we were you know, um, writing the, the 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 copy for the book, we did all the recipes first, and we started writing all the copy. I, I really I, I needed some perspective. I needed some you know some a few like very important people to ask some really important questions to. So we ended up like uh, partnering with uh, UC Berkeley, and uh, and we ended up uh, chatting with um, the head of pediatrics of UC Berkeley, and and he gave me this piece of advice that I felt was earth shattering when it comes to dealing with picky children. And it made me really, really understand who I'm talking to, right? So he said to me, he said that a, a picky child, right? It's not the child's fault, nor is it necessarily the parent's fault. That it's embedded in their DNA and it's a fight or flight mechanism to keep them safe, right? So if you think about a, a condition in the wild where, where it's a, like a mama bird will show a baby bird what berries to eat. And then by the time they're for like two or three years of age it, with, with a young child, by the time they're two or three years of age, if they haven't tasted or tried a very specific food, they will avoid it like it's a poison, like it will hurt them. Yeah. Right? And by the way, doesn't that make, make a ton of sense? It's the same thing with greens that people don't know that like we have over 20,000 taste buds when we're born and they diminish as we get older. So greens, like bitter, bitter greens are so intense to a baby that Mm -hmm. you have to learn to like transform them in different foods. You're not going to get, no baby is going to be like, "Mm," like kale, arugula. Mm, Collard greens. Exactly. (laughs) Arugula, delicious. You have to kind of like digest that thought and philosophy and be champions for your kids. Like yeah. I have like a lettuce grow tower that I've had, you know, for years and years. It's a, it's a, it's, it's a tower that grows fruits and vegetables. You just plant the seeds and like overnight they grow. It's amazing. But w- my kids have always just like walked by it and picked greens. I always, you know, showed them like, it was just like a fun, cool thing. And mm. even if they didn't like something, I'd always say, well, what, what is it? Is it like bitter? Is it sour? Is it what t- describe it? Like, should we try it again? Because it's just that kind of like second chance and trying things several times and exposure that I think gets some kids to be like, you know, like it's cool to like greens, like my son's friend years ago, he had never, he was like five, six years old. The little boy had never had anything green said his mother. Like it was, I mean, totally non-existent. And mm-hmm. he came over to our house and we grow a lot of things. And my son Kenya was just like sitting there eating spinach, like no big deal out in the yard. And the little boy was like watching him and like, am I supposed to be doing this? Right. And then- the mother was like, how did you, how did that happen? How did, like it's I, a magic trick. It was a, like, it was a magic trick. And yeah. I was like, I think that kids like to also watch kids eat. Sometimes with parents, it's like, here, eat this. And they're like, here you go. I'm not going <laughs> to eat that. You know, I was like the magic middle finger. Like the kids just yeah, like, right, 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 I'm right. not going to eat it. Um, Cause right, you know, right. we tell them what to Happy do. Happy birthday to the ground. Exactly. I'm not going to eat that. It's show exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So anyway, I think so, that's true. No. Yeah. So I, it, it, what, my, my point of that, it, it's like, you can't really 
you can't really baby your babies, right? Now, now, and and, and here's the other side of this, and and, I, and I've never ever really talked about this. So, so when, um, and it's interesting, I'm even bringing this up. So, because um, I'm a chef, and I literally eat everything. I eat everything, but it wasn't always the case, right? So when when I was um, um, 16 months old, um, I had severe food allergies. Oh wow! Severe food allergies, right? My my, my parents took me to uh, Emory University in Atlanta, and they had a scratch test down on my back. And out of um, seventy five things that a child could be allergic to, I was allergic to forty seven of them. What? That's insane. That is a huge. Number. I almost died. I almost died a couple of times. A child from malnutrition, right? Because like I just couldn't eat anything because everything I would eat, I would just throw up, right? And, and so crazy, right? So now, like, I just like, I, now everything I'm like, oh, my God, can I eat more of that? It's so delicious, everything, right? Um, but it, 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 it took me about 12 years to grow out of all of it. And eventually I did. I was about 13, 12, 13, when it was like chicken fat, chicken skin fat would break my face out, dairy. I had an allergic reaction to that. But my diet when I was a kid was salmon and lentils and goat's milk and beets and like some of these like weird things. And now I'm like, I'm like, I'm going to make a goat cheese, like beet salad for grilled salmon. <laughs> I, oh, that sounds kind of chefy. I'm going to eat that. That sounds kind of nice. But, but it was like this weird thing. Now, no, besides that, right. The point I'm bringing it up besides that, like if your child have, if they have food allergies um, and, and sometimes um, uh, it's really interesting to pay attention to their glycemic index too, right? Their, their insulin spikes, mm -hmm. because sometimes like, um, uh, you know, insulin is starting to, uh, show it's uh, a rear, it's ugly head towards, uh, towards situations around ADHD. And I'm not, a, I'm not a medical physician. I, I just, I do my own particular research. So, so look, you look your own stuff up. Right. But I think a lot, of, a lot of people are starting to kind of like, uh, diet, um, poor diet equals, you know, uh, attention span difficulties and, and a lot of things that kind of stem from that. Right. So I think it's really important to kind of look at that, but that aside, right. I, I, I think you can't baby your babies. Right. Yeah. I think, I think you, if this is, this is what I'm saying. So I think it's really important to not baby your babies. Right. So I, I think if you have like young kids, you feed them dinner. You feed them dinner. You, you take what you're going to make and you're going to make a, a mushy little puree out of it. So there's not a lot of texture and they're going to love it. Yeah, because also it's like, forget the food. It's a communal process and getting families to the dinner table is the most, or the meal table is the most important. And often when, if you're eating something, your little one is going to mimic you. So if you're like, mm, this is delicious, they're going to say, mm, this is delicious. It's, it's mm -hmm. so, and I would even say that a lot of feeding is about power and that power struggle. And when you get into the toddlerhood and even the five, six, sevens and, and beyond it, we, we use something in our house for many years, the two choice method, and it works in all sides of parenting. You know, do you mm -hmm. want to wear the pink bows or the blue bows? Do you want a carrot or an apple? But what it does is it gives kids power and choice. And I think that like so much of that feeding is like 21 times a day. You're like, here, eat this, eat this, eat this. And like, you know, the magical middle finger, as I was saying, you know, because kids are mm -hmm. just like, I don't want to eat it. I don't want to do it. So you have to kind of figure, like find a way to include your kid, whether it's cooking or the ch giving them choice with what they're mm -hmm. going to eat. But the, the irony to it all is it's your choice. Like you're the one who, unless your kid like grabbed the keys to go to the grocery to get the goldfish, like you're the one who's right. supplying the food. So you know, you're, you're enabling them. 
you're, you're enabling you're enabling this bad behavior, right? Because yeah. the kids, I think kids have the ability to outcry your patients. Oh, by the way, I am guilty of it. I'm guilty of it. Yo, yeah, yeah, <laughs> no kidding. Myself in sainthood here. Yeah, yeah. no, no, no. They, they know. Listen, I got three kids. I, I've been to the. I've been to the war. There's always one of them. Once you have three, there's one that'll just work your nerves till you. Yeah, it's just like I'm not eating this, and like, what is this? And like, especially with my my poor wife Tolan, it's like she'll like go through the checklist. Okay, you had a chance to pick out the ingredients, and you knew what the recipe was, and you knew what time dinner was, and like, you know, because they always kind of come down like they're shocked. They're like, (laughs) what? What is this? What are these Brussels sprouts? What? (laughs) is this how dare you how How dare you you? well it's funny at dinner last night i actually sat because i've been trying to do it more and more i had a list and i let everyone go around and like you get to pick a meal what what are you know what do you want i mean i'm not trying to like poison my children as much as possible i'm i want to make for them what they want to eat so you know whether you give them a stack of cookbooks and you're like put put page like tabs on what you want or like I'll make anything. Um, I mean, let's not go crazy. We're not, we're right. not, you know, we're not Montreche. We're not doing like. Coquille Saint-Jacques. No, exactly. With black truffles. I like that. Well, my son would be all over that. He's like, yeah. and, and one more swipe, please. And, and one more. And one more. Yeah. But, uh, but you know, like making things that everyone wants to eat, that is the biggest challenge I think for most families. Uh-huh. And, and so he, I'm going to say something controversial here, right? So, as a parent, right? And I mean this from the bottom of my heart and I've been here, right? And this works for me. It may not work for everybody, but this works for me. And luckily, I I think one of the, one of my proudest achievements about being a parent is I've raised children who are kind of fearless young adults when it comes to like ordering in a restaurant and they order off the adult menu and they know what they like and they know what they're going to get, right? They don't eat everything. Right. But they, but they, they eat enough. Okay. Especially my, my 26 year old. Right. He, he like, like from back in the day, right. We go to Nobu and he was like, dad, what is this? I'm like, it's chicken. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, dude, that's tuna. Dad. Why are you tricking me? That's not chicken. You lie. <laughs> I've got this famous video. I got to find it. We're in Italy and uh, we ordered, uh, we ordered uh, uh, tripa and that's tripe, which is yeah. like cow stomach, whatever it is. And it's like a delicacy, right? And so we ordered it. And then my daughter, Dorothy, and, and they, they cut it in strips, right? And, and, uh, and you listen, if you close your eyes real thin, it, it kind of looks like pasta. You know what I mean? If you close, you squint your eyes. You know what I mean? It's in tomato oh, yeah. sauce. Oh yeah, it's a bucatini. I see it. Okay. Yeah, and, and she goes, "Dad, this is not pasta." I'm like, "That is pasta," and you are insulting the Italian culture, and you're going to eat it, and you're going to smile. She goes, "This is not it." She goes, "What is this tripe?" And I'm like, "I'm hard. like, she goes, I'm going to go look this up later." Goes, Dad, you're lying to me. I'm like, but anyway, she's got this fun story. Anyway, long story short. Okay, <laughs> long story long. But but here, here's the thing. So here's what's going to happen. So you're going to make a lovely dinner that's full of nutritious, yummy stuff and great chicken and great veggies and whatever, and a salad and all kinds of healthy stuff. Now they walk down, they protest, right? We say you are welcome to not eat. This is what we have to pay. And I'm not making things, but I'm not making you anything special, dude. Absolutely not. You know, it's like we're wrapping our day out. This is not a short order kitchen. This is what we're having, right? Yeah. This is it. Yeah. And then if you, and you can choose to eat it or not eat it, right? And then yeah. like slam it and like, I'm not eating this. What is this, right? And then they walk out, and then they slam a door, and then and then like and like you're not going to ruin everybody else's dinner, and we are going to enjoy ourselves, right? So we're sitting there, 
Anyway, how was your day? Oh, that sounds like a lot of fun. That sounds pretty lovely. Oh, honey, this chicken's delicious. Oh my God. <laughs> Caramelization, these Brussels sprouts. Oh my God, it's fantastic. Anyway, what were you saying? And, like, and then all of a sudden you see him tiptoe back down and then they're like, <laughs> oh, floppy lips, right? <laughs> if you just introduce hunger, you know what I mean? All these things will go away. So anyway, so I, I think it's important like for with, with, your, with your children, I think you got to introduce like, a wide variety, a range of food and flavors, right? Even like international stuff, right? You want to get like a mild curry oh. from a Thai restaurant, tacos, right? Oh, yeah. My kids last night when I was making this list, they were like naming off more Korean, Japanese, and like different Asian cuisine dishes than they were anything that was like chicken nuggets or you know, even tacos. They like love, love, love. And that's actually what's so amazing today because those kind of like big flavor foods are what a lot of kids love. They want that like umami flavor. Yeah. They want the umami flavor. They love the, like love the spicy stuff. They love all that kind of stuff. Right. So, and, and you're going to do your child, you're going to do humanity. You're going to do like you know, the, the citizen, young citizen in the world, you're going to do them a favor by adopting appreciation for other cultures, for their food, right? First and foremost, right? You love the people because you love the food, right? And and then you, you so you, you're not going to be sort of like in your little world of like brown beige stuff like that. And, 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 and so you just have to, you know, be determined and it, it might, because kids can outcry your patience and you will eventually give in and give them what they want. And I think it's important that you as a parent understand that you're in charge of nutritional well-being and they're not going to win. Yeah. And, and, and honestly, taking advantage of that hunger, those hunger times, like, I mean, I always say my, like two of my kids come home truly hangry at four o'clock. They're like, ah, you know, and if I have out the hummus and the veggies or like things that they love, but yep. that you get them at the hunger time, then there's less stress at dinner. If you're like, okay, well, they just ate like three carrots, two cucumbers and four cherry tomatoes. You're like, great. So then at dinner, if they just eat the like chicken paillard or the whatever you've made, you're like, great. They don't, it's, it's less stress. And I, I, I always look at it as 24 hour cycles, sometimes even, you know, several days, because as long as you get in the fruit, the vegetable, the protein, the carbohydrate in that window of a day, it's, it's just less stress when they do have a dessert or they cry over a meal or whatever it is. Right. Right. And, and I love what you just brought up because this is something we do in our house too, is, is um, because I, I, I think the opportunity for them to make poor diet decisions and, and yes, that means some of the stuff we have in the house. It means like, it means potato chips, right? We do have potato chips, right? But they, uh, but potato chips aren't like a meal, right? You don't, you don't eat a, a bag of potato chips designed for six people. Yeah. You know what I mean? But you, you can, and I've seen it, you know what I mean? But that's not what's for it. But if you can set up sort of like an interesting platter for them, specifically at three, three twenty when they come home from school, because, because their energy is low. They've just been tap all day long. They just been in school for eight hours. They're mentally exhausted. They need some energy. And more often than not, they either have to go to like their tutor or they have to go to uh, uh, practice or it's sports or whatever it is. Right. So it asks a lot of kids. It's a, it's a 40 hour work week oh with God. kids plus extra <laughs> stuff. My, my daughter and my kids and my, my uh, 14 year old son plays football and my daughter is in a dance team oh. and it's 65, 70 hours a week. Oh, 
It's I know my daughter fences and she has like these huge like the the full outfit and the everything. I, I know I'm like are you are just like sweating and like comes home and it's just like starving. Yeah. So so that that transition at 320 I think it's really important to have like a, a nice sort of like, you know, poopa platter, right? And like sort of like metze with like yeah, it's like some fun stuff kind of laying around, right? It's like oh, yeah. cheese and crackers Olives. and keto, protein, right? Totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, totally. talking, but also what you were saying is those low glycemic foods yep. things that aren't going to spike them for dinner before dinner. So, you know, and that you're not going to be like, oh, don't eat that. You're, I mean, how often do we say that? Don't eat oh. that. You're going to ruin your dinner. You're so right. at least it goes down to that, like two choices where everything is, you've made the choice if you can put them out there. And even like, by the way, meal prep it. Put it in your refrigerator, you know, a few days before some cut up vegetables and fruits, just so that it's easy for you that it's on the table and ready to go. So you're not like, oh gosh, what I know they're going to be starving. You know, it's easier to grab the chips than yep. it is like spending five minutes to chop things. Okay. So, um, which makes it magic, by the way. Speaking of magic uh, meal prep, <laughs> you like the transition? I love it. God, I love you. Okay. I'm a pro. All right. I love it. So tell me all about this, this new, awesome new, uh, like book you got coming out, which is very exciting. Thank you. It's meal prep magic. It's, um, you know, it's really the philosophy where it marries organization and meal prep with the cooking. So it's everything. It's basically started with me in my own kitchen where I realized when things were all over the place and cluttered and I opened my refrigerator and it looked like a train wreck that I needed to, if I had the organization, if everything was where it should be like my smoothie station, my coffee station, mm -hmm. when my beans and rice and pasta were in glass jars so I could see everything instead of like rifling through looking for boxes. Mm -hmm. um, and then I, it was so nice and organized. And then I meal prepped it so that you can see your choices. You know, you have food at the ready um, that's eaten right out of the refrigerator or easy to, you know, air fry, you know, in five minutes. Mm -hmm. So it just, it all comes together. So the, the active, active, you have an active kitchen an very, active refrigerator, but I don't know how many people don't. I mean, I would say, and think about this. If you think about every piece of equipment in your house, I'm going to bet the refrigerator is the one thing that's the, you know, you are in and out of all day, every day. I would say my coffee, my espresso machine is probably gets a little more love. Interesting. My, for me, for me anyway, I probably drink more coffee than I open the refrigerator. Maybe that's just me. But but the but I think the refrigerator again. I know exactly what you're talking about because like I, I think it's like, you know, it, it's it's the first place that I always tell people if you want to be a better cook, you got to pay more attention to your refrigerator because that's going to give you everything you need to know about dinner, right? Because dinner can be this big daunting task, and if 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 you've collected every bit and bob that you've that you didn't half use three weeks ago that's still, you know, kind of collecting very valuable real estate in your refrigerator, by the way. And it's not leaving, you know, room for you to get new, fresh ingredients, right. Or things that you really want because of what you're cooking this week. You're you, every time you walk up, open up the fridge and stuff falls out. Right. 
Well, that's why you know, that's, every, every Saturday, yeah. every Saturday, I make sure to get the real estate front and center. What do I have left mm-hmm. before I restock it? Because we're also, let, let, let's talk about the elephant in the room, which is how expensive everything is at the grocery right now. I mean, a dollar has been slapped on everything. So, you know, yep. all of your produce, like learning ways to keep it fresh, like meal prep magic kind of teaches you just when you're buying foods, how do you keep it fresh? How do you use it? How do you store it? Uh, it? It just, those like kind of tips and tricks really help a lot. Give us some examples on that too, because I, I think food waste is one of the biggest uh, issues in, in America right now. Where it, it's such a colossal um, epidemic uh, yeah. with food waste is happening. Um, and, and we'll probably have a whole podcast on food waste, yeah. but, but, but let, but, let t- me t- join t- in on that. It's yeah. Amazing. Right. I mean, it's, a, it's just, it's everywhere and it is such an energy burn Yep. Uh, that that I, I think we got to talk about holistically how we can solve it. But l- let's talk about some details with with your, uh, you know preserving vegetables longer in your refrigerator because I think a lot of people will get value out of that. Yeah. So um, let's go with some basics: uh, avocados and apples. You can and should once those avocados are soft, just like soft to the touch, right in the refrigerator. Because a lot of people, I told this to several people the other day, and they were like, "What?" And I'm like, your apples are going to last for like sometimes months in the refrigerator. No joke. Um, Mm -hmm. Berries. That's one of my favorite because we go through as parents, strawberries, blackberries, blueberries, take them out of that little cart, that plastic carton with that wet pad in there and take a glass Mm -hmm. container, any container you like with a top on it, put a layer of paper towel, dump your berries in and they'll last two weeks. Um, yeah. so, you know, like we go through a ton of cucumbers, so whether they come in a box or you buy them at the farmer's market, in a plastic, uh, bag, we have a container and it literally, I use a chalk marker on a plastic bin. It says cucumbers. And again, that's when my k- kids come home and they're like cucumbers, they can see it, you know, and they, they'll just take them right out. Uh, lettuce. So think about anything that is going to grab moisture. Moisture is the enemy in the refrigerator. So if you think about it that way, you know, even a paper towel in a bag of lettuce, it's going to absorb any kind of moisture that's going to make your food go bad faster. Exactly. Right. So, so with berries and you're absolutely right. So you, you definitely, even worst case scenario, you want to turn them over, right? Because the moisture in that pad that's in the bottom, that, that's where that's where the fuzzies are going to start. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, the fuzzies. And once you get a fuzzy on one, the fuzzies are everywhere. You know what I mean? One bad apple. Yeah, that's all it takes. That's what all it takes. whole case. But even like, I see people just dump everything into that bottom like crisper drawer. And I'm actually yeah. a fan of like, we have... Uh, plastic bins that like one for salad greens, one for apples and like, and so you can really see everything because the fresh food is usually, it's obviously the best for you, but it's, you know, it's the containers we want to, you know, have front and center and it looks beautiful. I think, you know, cause like sometimes um, storage containers can be expensive and sometimes a little too precious for what they are. Right. So like, if you've got to take stuff from A to B, like to somebody's house or your kids have to take stuff and they're like, did you take my good Pyrex with that one lid that fits that one piece and you didn't bring it back? Totally right? fair. Totally so, fair. Right. Okay. I'm going to go. I'll go the other way. So this is what I use. Yeah, that's great. They're tempered glass. So you can like drop yeah. it. It's not going to shatter. 
Um, you, can and microwave in that. Micro, you can microwave yeah. in it. So for anyone mm -hmm. who likes to do that, and I would say like plastic touching your food is never really my favorite. So at least sure. glass, it's a little bit more porous. Um, and did you know, small fact, I was, I did a show yesterday and the segment before the show was the Tupperware is going out of business. Did you know that? I didn't know that sure yesterday. Sure Literally, they, they can't. They Are you can't. breaking? Is this breaking news here? I guess so. I mean, I didn't break it. Are I was you breaking. breaking it. I Tupperware is <laughs> going out of business. No, they they've been trying to raise money to keep the company uh, afloat. Can't do it because it's you know that people know too much now. They know that plastic is not good for our bodies. Um, yeah, and totally. It, you know, and and like to your point, like if you if you've invested in glass jars, I mean, which aren't like break the bank, especially like if you're like me, like you're using them every day. Yeah, yeah. Um, you, you're gonna be like to your point. You're gonna be like, I am not gonna lose my container. You're you gonna are not. Don't you tank. take my good? You yeah. Don't you take my good thing out of the house? So these, the, the okay. So another thing, like this, this is the reason I like these. Like these are BPA-free plastic, right? So they're chemical-free yeah. plastic, but you you can buy these by the sleeve on yep. Amazon, and then one lid fits the four ounce, the eight ounce, and the quart, which is yep. which is cool. And then and then this is what we deli prep all of our stuff out of, you know, and definitely in restaurants, but also at home, right? Yeah. And so th this this is what we like to use. They, 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 we don't microwave in this, but we do, yeah. uh, they do freeze really well. And I will tell you an, another hot tip for families is, or anyone, is that when you buy grains at the refrigerator, at the uh, grocery, like, you know, oats, quinoa, any kind of rice, that moths tend to come. That's how we get moths in our home, not my home, but like anyone's home. So if you put those grains mm -hmm the freezer for 10 days and then put them back in your pantry or transfer them to glass containers, you're going to kill off any larvae before they infest your pantry. Gross. <laughs> <laughs> Good. You're going to go, you're going to be like, I saw Catherine today. And the only thing that I remembered was the only thing I remember, like the last thing she said to me is like moths come from beans. You're welcome. Gross. Oh, I appreciate that. Uh, no, I'm kidding. But uh, l listen, it's great to talk to you. Um, how's, how's life? Are you good? Like pandemic and, you know, no, I, I mean, believe me, I'm that person that really liked being home. So, uh, yeah. you know, I, I really like my kids and my husband. So I, I miss, like, I, I want everybody to gathering, but no life is good. I mean, new book. So Congratulations. Yeah, hold up the cover one more time and, I, I, and tell everybody where we, it, this is out now. You can go get it yep. on Amazon. came out a few days ago. So it's called Meal Prep Magic. And it's, you know, all your organization, meal prep and a hundred recipes, each one with a picture. What a beautiful cover. Thank That's you. A, I love the, I love the font on the front of that. I love like the, what do they call it? The ombre of the color kind of thing. Well, it's, it's supposed to be in just a little bit. I mean, it is my refrigerator, but it is okay. the, you know, the idea is like, you know, that you want, if things are a little bit more organized, then you're so you're stylish. Look at that. Y'all stylish. <laughs> when I go to people's houses, instead of going to their bathroom or looking at their medicine cabinet, I'm like, can I see your refrigerator? What's can I see your pantry? What you got in there? <laughs> what you <laughs> Really? It is. It's fun. I'm just saying. Yeah, it is. It is. I, I like being organized. I mean, to me, it's like kind of one of those things like, like, you just kind of owe it to yourself. You know what I mean? Like to have like, like things sort of like pretty, I, I'm always staging my, my refrigerator. Like it's in a photo shoot. Oh, as I mean, it, by the way, if you're, I'm telling you when it's like, it's MTV cribs, you know what I mean? I keep, yes. a, I keep a ball of Dom Perignon on top shelf, of my refrigerator as it went. So when MTV, whenever you're ready to roll in, I'm like, this is how we roll. You know what I mean? Is, I got yeah, a ball boom. of on right top I, shelf. But it's it, it look when your refrigerator is organized and even that dom there, it's the zen feeling. It makes mm -hmm. you want to cook. That's the whole point. Is like when you're organized, you're you're just more efficient. 
Yeah. The first line of the book is every time I open my refrigerator, it's a reminder of how effed up my life is. But, but, but it, it's your way. I, I think your way to claw it back. Right. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like there's some, some things in your world you can't control yeah. and what you can control is how on top of the world you really, really are. And you know what I'm in love with right now that I think will help a lot of people when it comes to like taking good notes, when it comes to like going to the grocery store, like, and, and do you use the, the notes app on your phone? I do a lot. I actually, notes? that's where I keep my grocery list. Yeah. Yeah. Notes. I got to tell you, it's my absolute favorite. And I just got into it a couple months ago. I never really like, you know, it's addictive Yeah. of like how it's like safe place to dump all your brain thoughts. Right. Oh, and I every, have, every time, every time. I, yeah. They should call it lists because for me, it's just lists. They should call it lists. Lists of everything. Yeah. Like, like I, this, this is, I do a weekly goal list, right? These are all the that. stuff. I check. Isn't that oh, crazy? I love that. Right. Yeah. And then, you know, so I'm like, I don't know, like nine, nine weeks deep on this right now. So every, every Sunday I'll put together a big list, including things I want to get at the grocery store, including yeah. things I want to make. And this is all the links because people are always like, where'd you get that? Where that? And so I started keeping all the links of things that I use. So yeah. No, DM people. Organization. Yeah. Plan. That's yeah, it. And, yeah. And organization. Like this is a last hot tip. Interview your family, interview your family and have them write down their favorite 10 foods and always have them on hand. And that's what yeah. I do in notes. And that way you always know when you go to the grocery and mix and match those foods, it's easy. And you can share yeah. your notes with your family so that they like your yeah. older kids, that they can like update them. Yeah. And they feel heard. <laughs> Sometimes. Don't you think? Yeah. Sometimes. So like, like, Oh, mom, you thought about me, right? It's sweet. No, it is. I mean, believe me, I, I, I probably think about my kids too. <laughs> I let them have too much of an opinion, but no, in a good way, because then they're yeah, they lead anything and they're, they're like happy and hopefully. Yeah. I love it. Well, um, well, OMG, I could talk to you all day long. Yeah, me too. You look fabulous. Thank you. you look like life is treating you well. Congratulations life. on your new book. Thank you. Meal Appreciate prep you. magic. And so that, that's available on Amazon. Everybody can go pick it up right now. Anywhere in your favorite bookstore. Pick it up. Go get it. Gonna change go get it. <laughs> it, it'll 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 definitely change your life. And there's a lot of people that I get a chance to interact with, and I, I there's something very like like you you are no joke, right? You walk the walk and you talk the talk, and it's not just something you do because it kind of feels like you know good on Instagram. Like this is your life right now. Yeah. Like if you had to pick up your if you had to pick up your laptop right now, mm -hmm. right? And go show me your refrigerator right now. Uh-huh. What would it look like? Pretty good. It's pretty, it's pretty good. good. I would say right. we're at I would say we're at about a 75% right now. That's that that'll get you in the playoffs right there. Okay. Uh, but check me, do this on a Sunday. Oh, okay. A Sunday, but like as we roll as we roll a few days in. Yeah, right. Know, those little kids get so broken in. Yeah, yeah, right. Exactly. It, does. it looks like someone in. like robbed a bank. Like, like it's a, like just, a bear. It's like <laughs> They will. They will. I mean, that's like anytime. Yeah. I make dinner and they're like, let me zhuzh it. Hold on. Maybe you need some QP mayo and yeah. Tarashi. Uh -uh. So it gets, yeah. It's not like I'm the only one in there these days. I know. Well, listen, uh, awesome. Everybody go pick up the book, Meal Prep Magic, Catherine McCord, uh, founder of Weelicious. Um, you're super groovy. Great talking to you as always. And uh, I'm sorry to, to be, you know, the, the solo dude in the two dudes podcast. <laughs> The show must go on, as they say in show business. Okay. I got you. That makes me happy. There you go. So instead, instead of like a like two dude sandwich, you got a two dude tortilla. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, I like that. Okay. There you go. 
to use that. Send my regards to your partner in crime. I will for sure. And uh, can't wait to have you back on the podcast. All right. Love it. I'd love it. Anytime. Great talking to you. Bye. Bye-bye. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Tired of spills and stains on your sofa? Wash away your worries with Anabay. Anabay, the only sofa that's machine washable inside and out, where designer quality meets budget-friendly prices. That's right, sofas from only $639. Anabay brings you a no-risk experience with pet-friendly, stain-resistant, and changeable slipcovers made with performance fabric, cloud-like comfort with high-resilience foam, and hypoallergenic featherless down that needs no fluffing. Their steel frame ensures longevity, and you can rearrange the modular pieces anytime. And here's the cherry on top, up to 60% off site-wide. It's backed by a 30-day satisfaction guarantee, so if you're not absolutely in love, send it back for a full refund. No return shipping or restocking fees. Every penny back. Join the revolution of easy, clean, stylish living with up to 60% off at anabay.com. That's A-N-A-B-E-I.com. Offers are subject to change and certain restrictions may apply. The following ad is sponsored by Pets Best Insurance Services. Pets come into our lives in many ways. Shelters, breeders, or unexpected encounters. But no matter how you found your pet, they become our perfect match. Unfortunately, finding the right pet insurance plan can be hard. That's where Pets Best comes in. With a little information about you and your pet, Pets Best will recommend a plan that meets your needs and budget. Visit PetsBest.com to learn more today. Your perfect pet deserves the perfect coverage. PetsBest.com. She is so much fun, Catherine McCord. And that's a true story uh, right at the very beginning. I I literally drove around uh, her. I think I was in her neighborhood in Los Angeles uh, for an hour and I couldn't find her house. I'm going to blame Apple Map 1.0 on that. But uh, we got her back. That's the most important thing. Her new book, Meal Prep Magic, is out now wherever you buy your books. Probably Amazon's the easiest place to get it. Uh, but thanks so much for listening to Two Dudes in the Kitchen, and we will see you guys next week. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Follow us on Instagram at Two Dudes in a Kitchen. Make sure to write us a review and leave us five stars. <laughs> we'll take that, and we'll see you guys next time. See you next time. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer.
Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. And that makes us FACET for life now, I guess. <laughs> Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Got menopause? We've got you. Hi, Jackie here, founder of ExoJackie. Feel supported throughout your menopause journey and beyond with our organic protein powders and symptom relief boosts. Formulated to keep bones and muscles strong, ExoJackie products help reduce bloating, hot flashes, and weight gain. Enjoy 20% off with promo code EXOPODCAST. Shop now at exojacqui.com. Made for women by women.